Welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast, hosted by Jesse Runnels, and once again I'm joined by my lovely wife, Jillian Winters. Hello. Um, this marks, I think, 95, I think, or something like that. Episodes? Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's been so many more. Oh, it probably should have been in the hundreds by now. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, so, let's see, let's talk about our week. Um, last weekend we went and, well, oh yeah, so last weekend we went to celebrate, or I got my birthday gift, or one of them at least, and, um, I went to uh, a go-kart track. And it's on a a raceway that hosts NASCAR and IndyCar here in America. And uh, the track itself is on the infield of this of the oval track, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it was um, it was a good time. Yeah, that was my birthday gift to Jesse. Yeah, and I went. So we did. So, my brother-in-law went, Dave, who's been on the podcast, and Trent has also, my other, well, I met Trent through Dave, and he came, and, uh, and Jill went, and it was pretty fun, uh, me and Trent were trying to go as fast as possible. Yeah, I kept, like, pulling over to let them pass, because I didn't want to get in an accident. You and Dave were on a Sunday drive. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, I mean, both you and Trent got real close to me at least once. Okay. So, you know, it's kind of scary. You gotta, you gotta get the right, it's the right race path to get the right time. Yep, well that doesn't include plowing me out of the way. So that's why I kept pulling over and like getting out of y'all's way. All right, you, that's your point. Um, but anyways, uh, so if you set a forty-three second lap, and if you're two hundred pounds and heavier, you can you're eligible at this cart track to enter a the the series they have it's called arrive and drive. Are you sure it's two hundred pounds and heavier? That's what it said. There's like a heavyweight class. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm two twenty, and I've set a four three six two or something like that, six nine two or nine six something like that, almost forty four seconds. And um, if I would have gotten a second faster, I would qualified I guess but Trent said a 40 second time lap so yeah Trent was really fast yeah he was pretty fast so I was very slow the first round because I they had to push the pedals up really high for me because I'm short yeah and they just like slowly slid back down into place so that I was just like pressing with my tippy toes Oh, wow. So, that was pretty scary, but anyways, I waste, I mean, I guess they were showing the fastest lap, but that took a lot, like, that took some time out of me getting a feel for the car and stuff. 
Sure. And there were a lot of people on the track with us. There were like six people total, seven people, seven. Oh, okay. Three other people and us four. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I, I mean, it was fun uh, passing people and, you know, feeling G-forces. That was pretty cool. I had a... Honey, you're okay. I had a crick. That's our uh, elderly cat who meows. Yeah, uh, I hope that didn't break everyone's ears. Sorry, he gets confused. He might have dementia. I don't know. Sometimes he just starts screaming. I just have to let him know where we are. Usually Mm. I go hold him, but I won't hold him right now. Um, Yeah, the... uh, See, I actually didn't like having other people on the track. I think I would have had a lot... I mean, I had a lot of fun. It was a really good time. But I think I would have had a lot better time if it had just been me. Mm. trying to go as fast as possible without having to worry about anyone else. Yeah, that does make a difference. Because yeah. I had to, at times, I had to go slow to get around folks because, I, I, I mean, Trent was crazy. He was telling me that he was trying to pass people in turns and stuff, and I thought that was kind of wild. I mean... That's kind of dangerous. I assume that that's probably more akin to, like, actual racing. Yeah, but well, since no, that we're is, not out there actually really trying to race you know like hardcore i was just like i'll just pull over on the side here for a minute like i'd rather just really like i kept having to like i would look back to make sure no one was coming up on me before i got into turns and stuff so i think i would enjoy just being me just trying to knowing that it's just my driving and not having to worry about anyone else's driving sure no other variables yeah but um I spun out once and um I hit the brakes in time to not hit the sidewall or whatever. Or so I was able to avoid an accident. Um I had a crick in my neck before the race and the that went away from going through turns so fast. So it was the cheapest chiropractor available. <laughs> Now my other side of the neck hurts, so I need to go back. Oh, my gosh. Or maybe just, like, I don't know. Go see a chiropractor. Or sleep better. All right. I feel like you sleep in really weird positions. Okay. I don't know. I think I end up in weird positions. Yeah, you don't start out in weird positions. You end up in weird positions. Yeah, let's go. I personally, I think... Oh, excuse me. I think Pixie is coming and standing on your neck in the middle of the night. You think so? I've never seen her do that, but... Oh, well, she's done it to me. She definitely has done it to me. So, I can just see her do... Oh, sorry. I can just see her doing that to you. Yeah. I mean, she's kind of a... She's She gets weird at night, man. Yeah. She, she turns. Yeah. <laughs> we lay down in bed, and instantly she's just, like, all over us. Yeah, I guess it's like the one time of the day that we're where she wants us to be for like she wanted us to be there all day and we finally got there. Yeah, the other night, so I've been having a really, really hard time sleeping because my restless leg syndrome is really, really bad right now. I guess because my anemia, I can't, 
it, it's just hor- it's horrible. Anyways, I was downstairs on the couch mm-hmm. just trying to like do any like get in any sort of position that would like be even semi comfortable and not painful. And I'm just laying there and Pixie I'm on my side. Pixie comes up on the couch above my head and then steps directly not like on my head. She steps on my face mm. and her claw got caught in my lip ring. Oh, jeez. It was really scary. Thankfully, the bead fell out, and so her nail got, I guess, like, she got it unhooked without actually, like, ripping my lip ring out. The bead just fell out, and I lost it. Right, right, baby. It's all right, sugar. We're down here, Bobbins. Mama loves you. Yep. So that's how we have to uh, put our cats at ease, yell at them across the house. Yeah, literally, I have to talk to they're they're so needy speaking of sleep he's probably hungry yeah tonight i have a sleep study at home to see if i have sleep apnea or not so which you a hundred percent do if i do hopefully i can get some relief yeah i'm very excited for you to get i'm hoping that you qualify for the little like mouthpiece or nose piece or whatever and not the machine yeah and um yeah, I feel like that'll solve a lot of your problems of being tired. And also solve me having to kick you when you sleep. Alright. Well. Jeez. Sleep Jesse is so mean. It's like, the instant he falls asleep, he becomes a completely different person. Like, I will lightly touch his arm to try to get him to roll over on his side. Because he doesn't snore as much on his side. And he'll be like, what do you want? What are you It's... It's en- enraging. It's so maddening how mean he gets. I hate Sleep Jesse. I hate him. All right. Sorry. You can say that, and then five seconds later when you're asleep, you could become a monster again, so... Sorry for not accepting your sorry. Jeez. Well, I don't know what to do about that. I can't control the unconscious. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you could, because you're actually awake when you're yelling at me. You're just sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember any of this. Yeah. I mean, you got to be... You're moving and talking. You have to be kind of awake. I... I... Right? I don't remember any of this. Well... It's because you, like, wait until I fall asleep... Because that's when you snore. You're not <laughs> snoring when you're awake, Jesse. Well, anyways, like, I'm not, I guess I'm not, a, like, a quick wake-up person. I don't know. It takes a lot. I'm not, half my body's <laughs> awake and not the other half's awake enough to, I don't Or I, maybe you're just part demon. <laughs> and that's what comes out in the halfway between. Could be. Yeah. That's Jeez. very possible. That's dark. Um, if Sleep Jesse became all-time Jesse, oh my gosh, me and the cats would be out the door so quick. That's how much I hate Sleep Jesse. All right. Anyways. <laughs> oh, and speaking of yeah. uh, being tired, um, do you have anything to bring the vibe back to, to be positive? Like, that was super nag. We, we, we should... Uh, you know, get folks happy instead of uh, bringing them down about our 
marital sleep bliss. Uh, That's not a bliss. It's um, just civil war, but... Civil war. There's a DMZ between your side and mine. Um, We got to see our friends from Canada over the weekend. Oh, yeah. That That was pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, they got married almost two years ago. And they were going to get married down here, because she's from here. Um, But it just never worked out because of COVID and travel and, you know, international and all that stuff. So they got married and finally were able to have a little mini wedding reception slash celebration. So that was really nice. Mm. It was really good. Oh, wow. Well, that's, yeah, that was, it was pretty cool. I got to, I talked to a lot of folks and. You know, still learning the delicate uh, nature of politeness and social interactions. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what's the cordial way of having to say things? Yep. But, I, I, I mean, at least I try to be sociable. Can I tell Can I tell what you did? I was going to say it. Okay. Um, so, uh, we were talking, so Abby, who's been on the podcast before... If you remember, she did a, it was basically like a historical podcast on Alton. But, um, we talked about, um, we were just talking, I I forgot what we were talking about, and I I saw somebody who were talking about stuff that I might have been interested in, I just overheard. And I was like, well, um, you know, Abby, I'm gonna go talk to them, and it was like, Oh, so I'm not interesting enough for you? Or she said something like that. I, was I wasn't like, think. I don't even you think. You think I'm boring? I'm like, oh, sh- I I'm thought sorry. it wasn't even, I'm going to go talk to them. It was just, I'm going to go join that conversation now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've got to really reel it in on what I'm about to say and think about it sometimes. Because some of the times I'm just like, why? <laughs> Why, why would you do that? Oh. Abby told me we just had a really good laugh. We both mm. just laughed so hard about it. Jeez, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, foot in your mouth for the eight, upteenth time. Well, but then you were asking me, like, what would I say in that situation? Like, when you want to <laughs> go, when you hear something you want to talk about and you want to go jump in. And I realized I don't know. Like, I can't. I I know I would know how to handle it, I think, in the moment. But if you act like, I can't think of what I'd say to be like, okay, excuse me, gonna go talk to them. I can't think of that's what I would not, say. That's kind of rude, too. Yeah. So what do you do? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I feel like I... I do you say you got to use the restroom and take a long trip, go somewhere else, and then you just come back to the conversation you want no i've definitely i have definitely left conversation left a conversation with someone to go talk to someone else but i just can't remember how i did it and it wasn't necessarily because i hated the conversation i was having it's because legitimately like i need to go talk to that person over there before they leave or hey while those two people are talking about this i need to I also need to be a part of that conversation. I mean, I've, I've, the past two parties I've been to, I'm just fishing for interesting conversations. Well, that's also not a great thing to say, Jesse. <laughs> All right, boring, 
boring. <laughs> that one, I'll come back to that one, maybe. Boring. Boring. That's horrible. So but... if you just see Jesse wandering around the room, muttering under his breath, he's probably just muttering about how boring all the conversations are. <laughs> I married a real winner. <laughs> I mean, Snagged I don't know. Him up. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... I don't know. I mean, that sounds terrible. That sounds really terrible. I mean, I don't know. I think that's what parties are, though. People looking for people they want to talk to. Yeah, so... I mean, I talked to the folks I wanted to talk to. I mean, I just try to have a good time. So, I mean, I don't think there's too harm in what I'm saying. Like, if I'm at a party with Kara, it's like, no matter what, I'm like, always trying to find Kara. No matter who I'm talking to. You know, it's and just then, like... And people know. Like, it's just people know. And then eventually she's like, where's Jill? Yeah, we find each other and then we like... are like, And then we just dis- disperse again. We can never actually stay together. We're both maybe, too extrovert. We both have FOMO. Maybe I should, uh, like... Like, get handcuffs or something. <laughs> right. And just... Handcuff the two of you together. No, we don't need it. We always find each other anyway. Oh. We found each other, like, in the streets of New Orleans, blocks away. Wow. What is that? During Mardi Gras. You can't just stick together? No, we can't. You just run off? You can always just sense where the other is, I guess. But yeah, we do. We just run off. We get FOMO and we want to see what's happening other places. That's reckless. New Orleans? Well, I don't know. It's well, Mardi Gras. Whatever. Anyways. I'm trying to get snatched. Um, one thing, to change the subject, one thing, hold on, I just realized our air conditioning came on. I'm sorry if everyone can hear that down here. Um, one thing that I'm very excited about is we started planning for the 4th of July. There's a golf cart parade. Oh, yeah. At Chautauqua. And we have started planning how we're going to decorate our golf cart. I don't want to spoil anything, spoil any surprises. But we've got some good ideas, I think. Oh, okay. One that I don't think we're going to do because it would be too hard is I wanted to make our golf cart look like, um, like a train. And I don't know if any, maybe it's just an Illinois thing. Like, whenever I think of Lincoln, uh, one of the main things that come to mind is when he's at the back of the caboose, like off the little railing off the back, and he gave his farewell speech to Springfield before he went on his little railroad tour for the presidency. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always picture that, and I thought, how cute would that be to make our golf cart look like a little train, and then Lincoln on the back waving like he's giving his because 4th of July, history, America we're in Illinois America. and I mean I could dress up like Mary Ted Lincoln Jesse could be Abraham Lincoln because he's tall alright Mary Ted Lincoln was fat and sassy or as Jesse said earlier deranged <laughs> um, you know we could really make this work but that seems like too much craftsmanship too much costumes that's going to be a high level, maybe once we've got our feet wet. Can we maybe talk we can about do. the boat ride earlier? No? Too traumatic? Too soon? I'm done with this conversation. Okay. Boat ride. 
That was that was another great transition, Jesse. Oh, sir. Yes, we could talk. Well, about I the... thought you were wrapping it up. You were at the end. It yeah, but like that, the end. you like um, you didn't give you no transition. It was just wrapping up to. But can we talk about something else? So maybe we'll arrive on a good theme for the golf cart parade in Chautauqua. So. You know, Chautauquans, stay tuned. Check out our golf cart on 4th of July. Yes. You may be surprised. All right. And you wanted to talk about our boat ride earlier today, Jesse? Oh, uh, I'm over it. Uh, so, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, what but, is happening? I don't know. I'm tired. Um, it, Jill almost made us go to drift. Because uh, she got scared because the, the harbor where this boat is off the Mississippi River was shallow. And I didn't, she didn't get scared. The, we ran aground. She didn't trim the motor up enough. No, I did trim the motor up enough. The, uh, it was trimmed all the way uh, up. Okay, it was, was that just, shallow. She took, the wrong, she took the wrong, you know, trajectory into the yeah, river. Yeah, my dad was saying, like, go upstream if you when you enter the harbor enter from upstream because it's there's it's shallow it's kind of confusing yeah and so we started hitting bottom and so i turned towards what i thought like i started angling upstream where i thought it was supposed to be deeper and it was just getting we were going more ground and i just ended up just gunning the heck out of it and we just got out into the river thankfully but it was scary and then i Lost all my boating confidence, and I didn't want to get us back in the harbor because I didn't want to, I don't know, run aground. Yeah. Even though we have oars and stuff, like, I'm not here for that. I'm not, no. If, if we run aground, I just, I live there now. I'm just going to lay down on the floor of the boat till we, Man, till we lodge. Up. Yeah, till we lodge free and we float quitter. down to New Orleans, and then I'll jump out in the Gulf of Mexico. I'll go Huck Finn. It'll be fine. No, it won't. I'm not. That sounds horrible. I'm not oaring my way through the harbor. Man, it's too much. Anyways, yeah. um, uh, I hope the producers of Survivor are listening to this. <laughs> oh no! If they expect us to like, I mean, the, they they oar their way. They yeah, paddle their way onto the island. That's on a canoe where you're supposed. What are to you talking oar? about? They're on, they're on outriggers and canoes and stuff. Like, they're not... They don't expect oh, the contestants... I'm over this debate, because you're not making any sense. Um, anyway... Have you tried Have you tried paddling in a motorboat? It's not fun. No, it's horrible. But yeah. I'm just saying that... The, the, you've seen the amount of people that are on those things? It's probably the same amount of weight. Any, yeah. Anyways. Anyway... Um, so, anyways, we picked my dad. I called dad and was like, hey, come get on the boat and drive us back in the harbor. So, we picked him up and grafted it. And he, I mean, he did have both me and Jesse up front. So, we were, the balance was probably a little bit better. But he just, like, breezed on in. No mm-hmm. issues. I was so mad. I mean, I was very thankful that he did that. But I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what the heck? It should, last thing I'll say, it should have been a warning when we tried to get in the boat and Jesse was trying to pull the boat closer to the dock for me to get in and we realized that the propeller 
was literally just sitting in the mud. Like, it was just stuck in the mud. Yeah. It's like, we should have just been like, yeah, it's too low. Let's not do this. Because that shouldn't happen. But then we, like, tilted it up, and it was out of the mud. And we're like, well, I guess we're okay. No, we weren't. We weren't okay. We were never okay. Well, anyways, I I think uh, that's a good ending point. What do you think? <sighs> no? I'm, I'm pretty tired. Folks, uh... Do what? Oh, go ahead. Um, I think we're going to end the podcast now. Uh, Thanks, you know, for all who listen. Um, You can find the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and um, please follow my Ramblin' Rounds account on Instagram. I hope you all enjoy, and thanks for listening. I guess we'll have to do Double Kitty Corner next time. Goodbye.